0: We're reading 2 Chronicles chapter 2, 1 Kings chapters 5 through 6, and Psalm 108 here on Commuter Bible OT. We finished Song of Songs in our last episode, which means we're back into the narrative of King Solomon. As always, the Lord makes good on his promises, and Solomon flourishes under the Lord's lavish provision. Blessed with peace on every side and abundant wealth, Solomon sets his mind on things above and gets to work. Knowing that the Lord had promised David a son who would come from his family and would establish God's house forever, Solomon builds a center of worship for God that reflects the plans for the original tabernacle. In work, wealth, and worship, Solomon is a foreshadow of the son of David who would establish a greater kingdom where God is worshipped by the nations and the people dwell with him in peace. Second Chronicles, Chapter 2 Solomon decided to build a temple for the name of the Lord and a royal palace for himself. So he assigned 70,000 men as porters, 80,000 men as stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 as supervisors over them. Then Solomon sent word to King Hiram of Tyre, Do for me what you did for my father David. You sent him cedars to build him a house to live in. Now I am building a temple for the name of the Lord my God, in order to dedicate it to him for burning fragrant incense before him, for displaying the rose of the bread of the presence continuously, and for sacrificing burnt offerings for the morning and the evening, the Sabbaths and the new moons, and the appointed festivals of the Lord our God. This is ordained for Israel permanently. The temple that I am building will be great, for our God is greater than any of the gods. But who is able to build a temple for him, since even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain him? Who am I, then, that I should build a temple for him, except as a place to burn incense before him? Therefore, send me an artisan who is skilled in engraving to work with gold, silver, bronze, and iron, and with purple, crimson, and blue yarn. He will work with the artisans who are with me in Judah and Jerusalem, appointed by my father David. Also, send me cedar, cypress, and algam logs from Lebanon, for I know that your servants know how to cut the trees of Lebanon. Note that my servants will be with your servants to prepare logs for me in abundance because the temple I am building will be great and wondrous. I will give your servants, the woodcutters who cut the trees, 120,000 bushels of wheat flour, 120,000 bushels of barley, 120,000 gallons of wine, and 120,000 gallons of oil. Then King Hiram of Tyre wrote a letter and sent it to Solomon. Because the Lord loves his people, he set you over them as king. Hiram also said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who made the heavens and the earth. He gave King David a wise son with insight and understanding who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. I have now sent Huramabi, a skillful man who has understanding. He is the son of a woman from the daughters of Dan. His father is a man of Tyre. He knows how to work with gold, silver, bronze, iron, stone, and wood, with purple, blue, crimson yarn, and fine linen. He knows how to do all kinds of engraving and to execute any design that may be given him. I have sent him to be with your artisans and the artisans of my lord, your father, David. Now, let my lord send the wheat, barley, oil, and wine to his servants as promised. We will cut logs from Lebanon, as many as you need, and bring them to you as rafts by sea to Joppa. You can then take them up to Jerusalem. Solomon took a census of all the resident alien men in the land of Israel after the census that his father David had conducted, and the total was 153,600. Solomon made 70,000 of them porters, 80,000 stone cutters in the mountains, and 3,600 supervisors to make the people work. 1 Kings, chapters 5 through 6 King Hiram of Tyre sent his emissaries to Solomon when he heard that he had been anointed king in his father's place. For Hiram had always been friends with David. Solomon sent this message to Hiram. You know my father David, was not able to build a temple for the name of the Lord his God. This was because of the warfare all around him until the Lord put his enemies under his feet. The Lord my God has now given me rest on every side. There is no enemy or misfortune. So I plan to build a temple for the name of the Lord my God, according to what the Lord promised my father David. I will put your son on your throne in your place and he will build the temple for my name. Therefore, command that cedars from Lebanon be cut down for me. My servants will be with your servants, and I will pay your servants' wages according to whatever you say, for you know that not a man among us knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard Solomon's words, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord today. He has given David a wise son to be over this great people. Then Hiram sent a reply to Solomon, saying, I have heard your message. I will do everything you want regarding the cedar and the cypress timber. My servants will bring the logs down from Lebanon to the sea, and I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place you indicate. I will break them apart there, and you can take them away. You then can meet my needs by providing my household with food. So Hiram provided Solomon with all the cedar and cypress timber he wanted. And Solomon provided Hiram with 120,000 bushels of wheat as food for his household and 120,000 gallons of oil from crushed olives. Solomon did this for Hiram year after year. The Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he had promised him. There was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty. Then King Solomon drafted forced laborers from all Israel. The labor force numbered 30,000 men. He sent 10,000 to Lebanon each month in shifts. One month they were in Lebanon, two months they were at home. Adoniram was in charge of the forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 porters, and 80,000 stone cutters in the mountains, not including his 3,300 deputies in charge of the work. They supervised the people doing the work. The king commanded them to quarry large, costly stones to lay the foundation of the temple with dressed stones. So Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders, along with the Gibalites, quarried the stone and prepared the timber and stone for the temple's construction. Solomon began to build the temple for the Lord in the 480th year after the Israelites came out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of his reign over Israel, in the month of Ziv, which is the second month. The temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 90 feet long, 30 feet wide, and 45 feet high. The portico in front of the temple sanctuary was 30 feet long, extending across the temple's width. And 15 feet deep in front of the temple. He also made windows with beveled frames for the temple. He then built a chambered structure along the temple wall, encircling the walls of the temple that is, the sanctuary and the inner sanctuary. And he made side chambers all around. The lowest chamber was seven and a half feet wide, the middle was nine feet wide, and the third was ten and a half feet wide. He also provided offset ledges for the temple all around the outside so that nothing would be inserted into the temple walls. The temple's construction used finished stones cut at the quarry so that no hammer, chisel, or any iron tool was heard in the temple while it was being built. The door of the lowest side chamber was on the right side of the temple. They went up a stairway to the middle chamber, and from the middle to the third... When he finished building the temple, he paneled it with boards and planks of cedar. He built the chambers along the entire temple, joined to the temple with cedar beams. Each story was seven and a half feet high. The word of the Lord came to Solomon. As for this temple you are building, if you walk in my statutes, observe my ordinances, And keep all my commands by walking in them. I will fulfill my promise to you, which I made to your father David. I will dwell among the Israelites and not abandon my people Israel. When Solomon finished building the temple, he paneled the interior temple walls with cedar boards. From the temple floor to the surface of the ceiling, he overlaid the interior with wood. He also overlaid the floor with cypress boards. Then he lined 30 feet of the rear of the temple with cedar boards from the floor to the surface of the ceiling, and he built the interior as an inner sanctuary, the most holy place. The temple, that is the sanctuary in front of the most holy place, was 60 feet long. The cedar paneling inside the temple was carved with ornamental gourds and flower blossoms. Everything was cedar. Not a stone could be seen. He prepared the inner sanctuary inside the temple to put the Ark of the Lord's Covenant there. The interior of the sanctuary was 30 feet long, 30 feet wide, and 30 feet high. He overlaid it with pure gold. He also overlaid the cedar altar. Next, Solomon overlaid the interior of the temple with pure gold and he hung gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary and overlaid it with gold. So he added the gold overlay to the entire temple until everything was completely finished, including the entire altar that belongs to the inner sanctuary. In the inner sanctuary, he made two cherubim, 15 feet high, out of olive wood. One wing of the first cherub, was seven and a half feet long and the other wing was seven and a half feet long. The wingspan was 15 feet from tip to tip. The second cherub also was 15 feet. Both cherubim had the same size and shape. The first cherub's height was 15 feet and so was the second cherub's. Then he put the cherubim inside the inner temple. Since their wings were spread out, The first one's wing touched one wall, while the second cherub's wing touched the other wall. And in the middle of the temple, their wings were touching wing to wing. He also overlaid the cherubim with gold. He carved all the surrounding temple walls with carved engravings, cherubim, palm trees, and flower blossoms, in the inner and outer sanctuaries. He overlaid the temple floor with gold in both the inner and the outer sanctuaries. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made olive wood doors. The pillars of the doorposts were five-sided. The two doors were made of olive wood. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and flower blossoms on them and overlaid them with gold, hammering gold over the cherubim and palm trees. In the same way, he made four-sided olive wood doorposts for the sanctuary entrance. The two doors were made of cypress wood. The first door had two folding sides, and the second door had two folding panels. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and flower blossoms on them, and overlaid them with gold, applied evenly over the carving. He built the inner courtyard with three rows of dressed stone, and a row of trimmed cedar beams. The foundation of the Lord's temple was laid in Solomon's fourth year in the month of Ziv. In his eleventh year in the month of Bul, which is the eighth month, the temple was completed in every detail and according to every specification. So he built it in seven years. Psalm 108 My heart is confident, God. I will sing. I will sing praises with the whole of my being. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake up the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your faithful love is higher than the mountains, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. God, Be exalted above the heavens and let your glory be over the whole earth. Save with your right hand and answer me so that those you love may be rescued. God has spoken in his sanctuary. I will celebrate. I will divide up Shechem. I will apportion the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. And Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washbasin I throw my sandal on Edom I shout in triumph over Philistia Who will bring me to the fortified city Who will lead me to Edom God haven't you rejected us God you do not march out with our armies Give us aid against the foe for human help is worthless With God, we will perform valiantly. He will trample our foes. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him, and he will make your paths straight. Here.